The Boiler Upload podcasts are brought to you by Martin Vintage. Do you love Purdue Vintage logos? Do you like supporting small businesses? Are soft and comfortable t-shirts and sweatshirts something that you adore this holiday season? Especially when they don't break the bank? Look no further than Martin Vintage. This Purdue alumni-owned small business is the place for you. Make sure to head over to martinvintage.com today to see what they have to offer. Welcome, everybody, to the second edition of the Behind the Rails podcast this week. I'm your host, Travis Miller of Boiler Upload. And with me, as always, is Purdue's all-time touchdowns leader, Corey Sheets. How are you doing, Corey? Good morning. Yourself, how about you, Travis? I am good. I am good. And we're here tonight to talk about, for the first time ever, Purdue is in the Big Ten championship game for football and they have a very, very difficult task ahead of them on Saturday night facing the Michigan Wolverines. And I can't remember how do you did you get to play in the big house when you were at Purdue or no? For about a half a quarter. <laughs> what happened? Um, <clears throat> I got benched for fumbling. Oh, but it was it wasn't for it wasn't for fumbling. I had gotten in trouble. The week of uh, the Michigan game, over something stupid too, and <laughs> people that it's crazy because people that that know my story about me being at Purdue, uh huh. Like the NFL asked me about this situation, which is crazy. Of all things that happened at Purdue, they asked me about this one particular situation, which is uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. They became a thing around two thousand what four, three four. Something like that, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, the year of the Michigan game, I just happened to be at um, Buffalo Wild Wings on, was it Tuesday? I believe it was Tuesday because they had the the 25-cent wings or something like that. Economical. You're a college student. You want to get the most bang for your buck. Exactly. So, with with that being said (laughs) – when uh, whenever guys or people would go in, they would always ask for a water cup and fill it up with juice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a college student. I'm broke. I'm an athlete. You can't. Back then, we couldn't get paid. Oh no! In quotes, quotes, in quotes. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> so it's an ongoing investigation, as Cam Newton likes to say. Exactly. He, hey, I was on a team with him. He likes to say allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> now that's funny i like that so then i, I grabbed me a, a water cup and, and put juice in it and uh this particular day i've been here a hundred times but this particular day some overzealous worker decided to uh correct me on my mistake mm. and when she did instead of saying hey Corey or mr sheets or there's any other thing but what you did she decides to grab me and spin me around. Oh, that's not smart. <clears throat> I mean, no, no, I'm not. I'm not a violent person, so it wasn't. I just all I did was turn around and tell her to get her hands up off me. So, all right, she tells me what you got a water cup, pour that out. I'm like, ah, there's no problem. I'm leaving anyway, so let me grab my food. And I walked. I said bye to the people that I knew that was there dining, and I left because I had something to do. A couple of days, oh, either the next day or two days later, it might have been the next day. 
Yeah, it was the next day. <laughs> <laughs> so we're at practice, and Coach Teller is breaking us down. He's doing going through his little speech that he does all the time before in the practice. And uh, he says he, he received an email from uh, an establishment by the name of Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh-oh. Immediately, I knew he was, he was about to talk about me. So now I'm just thinking, all right, he just said it was an incident. This would happen, yada, yada, yada. No harm, no foul. Nah. The, the email went on to read is I was in there. I asked for, um, no, I had a cup and I filled it up with juice. And when I was asked to pour the uh, cup out, my response was, get your hands up off me. And I proceeded to be belligerent and vulgar. What? Yeah. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, and now the professionalism in me was like, damn, you couldn't even like, like bring me in the office or call me to the side there and practice and be like, hey, Corey, I'm going to read this to the team. You're a leader. Yada, yada, yada. Uh-huh. Nah, not Joseph. Man, he pulled that email out of his pocket and read it. I'm sitting there like, this is crazy. And for the people that didn't know what the hell was going on, like the younger guys, old linemen, those type guys, they know what the hell was going on. But everybody that knew me, that was my, that was close with on the team, immediately was was looking at me the entire email. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. He didn't say, "Hey, this was this was a receiver from one of our star players or one of our star." No, he just said, "I received the email from Buffalo Wild Wings." I knew they was talking about me, but supposed that like, nobody else was supposed to know, but not all my buddies. They <laughs> 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 say guys like Tory Williams and, and Desmond Tardy. They look 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 dead at me. A couple of guys wasn't even there. They knew it was me. <laughs> So yeah, he uh at the end of that email, he said I had to. So we left on Friday, so I had till Thursday night to apologize to this young lady, or I wasn't going to play in the game. Wow, That's I apologized. Uh huh. And they and he didn't think I don't know if they didn't think I was going to apologize, but I did because it wasn't nothing like I went in there and said my bad and left. <laughs> That's all it was. Yeah. And so I guess they didn't think I was going to apologize. So uh, to strike back at me, they said I wasn't starting and I couldn't play the first quarter. Oh, my. I can't. So if you look at the Michigan stash, I don't have no carries, no nothing <laughs> in the first quarter of the game. <laughs> but they were, they were running the ball, but they wasn't doing nothing with it. Then I came in second quarter. I think I carried the ball maybe like four or five times for like 36 yards or 30-something yards. And I was the leading rusher of the game. <laughs> Fumbled, they did put me back in. Wow. I think that was 2007. That sounds about right. 2007, 2000. Yeah, 2007, I think. And we lost. But I believe if I had a play, we would have won that game. Yeah, <laughs> we because lost 48-21. But because we became one-dimensional and third, 
between the, the, the end of the, the end of the second quarter and the third quarter, they just ran away with it. Yeah. If, if my memory serves correctly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looks like they we were it looks like Purdue was down 31 to 7 at halftime, so it got out of hand. <laughs> I'm saying if you look at the play by play, after I fumbled, matter of fact, after I fumbled, it was just it was a wrap after that. <laughs> yep. It was 17 7 when you fumbled, according to the play by play here. So it was still a game. It's still a game. That's but... what I'm saying. Yeah. And I was we was moving the ball. It just I dropped the ball, literally. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That'll do it. Well, uh, hopefully there'll be no dropping of the ball on Saturday night because keeping a hold of it will be paramount for Purdue as they face Michigan. Uh, this is a team, they don't get a lot of turnovers, but they do not make a lot of turnovers. They have only committed six turnovers all season long, and that is, they're not going to make a lot of mistakes to help you out. I mean, you never know. They could be careless with the ball just because it's quote-unquote Purdue. Yeah, this is true. Uh, I know on our site, Kyle had a really good breakdown of their uh, running game. It's a little bit – they like to spread it out and run it. It's not so much a uh, three yards in a cloud of dust, but they are quite good at running the game. They have 2,934 yards on the ground and 35 touchdowns on the season. So, whew, I mean, they're, they're coming at you. <laughs> yeah, they run the ball a little bit. <laughs> uh, the, some slight good news for Purdue. Uh, Blake Corum, their Heisman Trophy candidate running back, it was announced earlier this afternoon he is actually out for the rest of the season. He has to have knee surgery. Uh, and he's had a great year, 1,463 yards, 18 touchdowns. However, his backup is pretty damn good in his own right. Donovan Edwards. 687 yards, six touchdowns, and he went for 200 plus last week. He went for 216 and two scores on Ohio State. <laughs> but when uh when you look at, in my opinion, when you look at things like that, and you see the running back going for crazy numbers, I look I look at the line more closely because if if you interchange two guys, like usually you see some drop off. You don't see accelerate even more mm-hmm. and i've only known one player that, that was a backup and it was like you don't want to hurt the, the, the guy starting because the backup's even worse and that was barry sanders <laughs> <laughs> they, they, he was behind who was he behind um at texas oh uh, he went to oklahoma state i can't remember I mean, who not, was behind yeah. oklahoma state. But that's what i'm in oklahoma state but yeah the guy in front of him was even better than he was when he was when he was there, and then boom, you don't want her, you don't want the guy that's behind him coming because he's he's going to tear your head off and not apologize for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, this but, this is interesting here because Michigan's a team that Purdue's going to have to watch out for the big play. All five of their touchdowns last week against Ohio State came from forty-five yards or more. Oh, wait, it looks like they had one short run, but five of the six, 45 yards or more. And they they hit on some big plays and they blew this one open late. That uh that that short score, what was the drive? Uh it was looks like 15 plays 81 yards. They doing what they want to. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, I mentioned Edwards goes for 200 plus. He had a 75-yard and an 85-yard run, both in the fourth quarter. So that's 100 and 
160 on two carries. <laughs> I mean, the, the second one, the defense gave up by then. Yeah. The first one was like, all right, I'm about to kill you guys. Boom. <laughs> and and it, came, it came in a big, big spot because it was right after Ohio State. They cut it to eight, so it was one possession game with about seven minutes left. Next play from scrimmage, he busted at 75 yards. Yeah, that's a bullet to the head. Yeah, I thought y'all was coming back. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, earlier in the game, J.J. McCarthy, their quarterback, he he hit Cornelius Johnson for a 69-yard TD and a 75-yard TD, both of those in the second quarter. So they can, they can do a long 15-play drive or they can just hit on a big one, and that's going to be very tricky for Purdue's defense, especially one that has – struggled a bit to say lightly in the secondary yeah that's that's secondary we got to get some speed back there yeah this is a team that wants to spread you out and they've got a line that's going to protect the quarterback and if you come up in the box they've got a quarterback that's capable of just going up over the top of you too he's McCarthy 2,215 yards 17 touchdowns only two picks all year and he's only been sacked nine times and for good, for good measure, he can run a bit. 240 yards and four touchdowns on the ground for him. That's a whole meal right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is... That's uh, a lot this, of... Yeah, you're right. It's a lot. It is a lot. The fewest points they were held to all year, Illinois held them to 19. And that was a game, you know, Illinois has got a fantastic defense in their own right. They kind of yes, held them down. I and so good about Illinois, man. We smacked them. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. But, uh, yeah, they beat Illinois 19-17 to 17 on a very late field goal. They were actually what down 17-10 in the fourth quarter before getting three field goals to win it. What game was that for them? That was the game after the Purdue game. So, uh, Illinois lost to Purdue and then went up to Ann Arbor and pushed him. What week was that? We, uh, it was just two weeks ago. So, that was what, week eight, not eight, seven? Uh, 12. Nine. Week 12. I'm sorry. I don't even know how many weeks is in this season no more. <laughs> <laughs> 12 games plus a bye, so 13 weeks. Okay. I mean, whew. Defense should be pretty stout by then. Yeah. And it should uh, be worked out in the offense. Yeah. Man, uh, honestly, I feel like we got a shot. I feel like Purdue's going to have to play a nearly perfect game, which is not impossible, but uh, it's, it's going to be real tricky. Um, and then there's just an aspect of unfamiliarity here because Michigan, due to COVID, due to – Teams joining the Big Ten here, there, and everywhere. Purdue has not played them a whole lot in recent seasons. I think this is only the this is only the second time that they played them under Jeff Brom because the COVID year wiped out one of the scheduled games. And we have not actually played at Michigan since 2011. So I think this sure. is only like the third time we've played them since 2011. Shit, sure, I only played them what one one year. My one. Yeah, once or twice. Nah, not even. I think they, they might have cut. They came to they came to uh, Purdue one year. They had like five touchdowns, and then we went to the one year. I ain't play at all. 
<laughs> and that was it. <laughs> oh, it looks like we played him in 07 up there, and then in 08, your last year, that was the uh, that was the Desmond Tardy hook and ladder play. Yeah, but I still have five touchdowns. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, uh. <laughs> we talk about me here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we won the game, but yeah. Oh, yeah, 118, three touchdowns. You had one and three. Yeah, you had the full Bundy. Nice. Yeah, hey, that that night, oh my God, you would have thought you won the national championship. <laughs> <laughs> that that was a night to remember at Purdue. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we won the game. That's all. That's that's that was a big thing. <laughs> it, it was like the first time in like twenty years or something crazy. It was something weird. Yeah, it was it was a while. It was a wild one, but uh I I remember being that because that was Justin Siller's first start, and I mean he played well. It, hey, and if it, well, you, I don't know if you can look this up, but I, the week before I told him like, man, let this guy start or make it like make this guy our starting quarterback, and he went out there and ball. <laughs> he balled out. That was a that was a hell of a game. Honestly, I I love that game. That was one of my favorite ones to watch. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I I remember that game distinctly. <laughs> Well, I will say this too: if uh, Purdue is going to put up forty-eight points, it is going to be quite the effort because not only does Michigan have a fantastic offense, they have a very, very, very good defense. Um, the only team that scored more than twenty-three points on them was Maryland, and they did that thanks to a late touchdown that made it a thirty-four twenty-seven game with forty-five seconds get left. So. Our points don't count. Especially <laughs> <laughs> the guy didn't even celebrate. Oh, yeah. So, aside from Maryland getting 27 on him and Ohio State getting 23 on him, they have not given up more than 17 points in a single game. So, ugh, it's defense is going to have to come to play and the offense is going to have to find something because this is a very, very strong uh, run defense, especially. Honestly, I think we need a – and it's not being biased. I think we need a heavy dose of McAvee and Downing. Uh-huh. And then I think Jones need to have a career day. And Payne Durham needs to show up at least two out of the four quarters. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then I did – they just got to just buckle in and – put their head down and just fight and not look up until it's over. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm looking at the big 10 individual awards that were handed out this week and it is just littered with Michigan guys. You got Corum as the running back of the year in the conference. You have defensive lineman of the year. Mike Morris is from Michigan kicker of the year oh, for good measure. They have the best kicker in the big 10 too. Uh, and Jake Moody and then your first and second teams, I mean, Corum, first team running back, Olu, Oluwatami, Oluwatimi, uh, first team center, Trevor Keegan and Zach Zinter, first team guards. I mean, they got their entire offensive line pretty much on either first, second, or third team here. And then defensively, just oh, all kinds of great names across the board there. I mean, this team is this team is loaded. <laughs> I mean, when it works, it works. But 
every lock has its key. Uh-huh. So if we can find the key, <laughs> we might just come out this thing victorious. I don't even want to say might. I want to talk like I'm a player. We're going to go out here and win this thing. <laughs> we well, just got to go out there and play our, play our game. Yeah. And if you want to look at the two teams that did sort of slow them down and give them a game, uh, Illinois held them to under 400 yards of total offense. McCarthy only had 200 through the air. Corum had 108 on the ground. And they were able to bend but not break. Kept them out of the end zone, but they hit on four field goals. Maryland Maryland was, gave them pretty good game. It was only 17-13 at halftime. And they were able to hit on – what hurt Maryland is they had two interceptions they threw and they were unable to take advantage of it. And they weren't able to stop Corum either. Corum had 243 yards and two touchdowns. So while it is definitely beneficial that Purdue does not have to finish face Corum, I mean, he's still, this is still a line that's open in holes and just a guy's got to be able to make a play there too. Who is his wide receivers? Uh, let's see. They're wide receivers because they've got a they they spread the ball around a decent amount. You've got Ronnie Bell, 51 catches, 687 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Cornelius Johnson is a big play threat, 29 receptions, 460 yards and six scores. Uh, decent tight end, Luke Schoonmaker, 31 catches, 330 and two. I mean, this is a run first team, but they've got a talented quarterback that doesn't make mistakes, doesn't turn it over. And he's got some guys that can make plays if they're in space. Oh. I hate being the bearer of bad news that way. <laughs> That's a tall order right there. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, it is what it is. It's what, it's what Purdue has to face. Um, the only time that Purdue faced him under Jeff Brom was uh, in Brom's first season it was it was actually a pretty big home game. A lot of Purdue fans will remember that's when Tyler Trent was discovered because he was camping out. Michigan won 28 to 10, but Purdue was leading 10-7 deep into the third quarter before it kind of got away from them. So, you know, we were able to keep that one close. Again, nobody's left. I mean, we got one guy left from that roster, and that's Bakasiecki. And uh, but <laughs> that is line. That'd be funny, like who, who? Linebacker Samisi Fakasieki. He is a seventh-year player because of injuries, COVID, and all that. So he is in his, This is his last regular season game. It better be. He should be a doctor by now. <laughs> well, he was. He was on the roster for that game. He actually played it because that was his redshirt freshman year. You better have a PhD, a master's, or something all on the NCAA. <laughs> Heck yeah. If you can go to school for seven years and get it paid for by somebody else, that's not that's a pretty good deal if you ask me. Exactly. But uh <laughs> honestly, I just feel like this is one of those games that that locker room is literally gonna have to shut off all the noise. Mm-hmm. And just play. Whatever happens, happens. You can't – if they score, you can't be like, all right, here it goes. No, nah, you got to just play through it. Like, yeah, all right, they scored. That's what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. They always score. 
we scoring our shit. All right, y'all, if y'all gonna score, if y'all don't, we gonna go score again. Like, you gotta have that mentality. Because looking across the board at the numbers on papers, it don't look good. But you still got to play the game. That's that's the beauty of this sport. No matter who's across from you, if that person don't show up the way they supposed to show up on that particular day, they gonna get their ass handed to them. (laughs) I'm trying to think of uh, of a game where Purdue was kind of a similar underdog when when you were there. Um, I'm kind of reminded of the, the Oregon game your last year. I know we lost that one, but they were ranked 16th. They had a lot of high expectations and we managed to take them to double overtime and ended up being a pretty good game. Kind of how did, how was that one different? You think you guys got hyped up? Yeah. You're playing at home. That helps, but you were obviously able to take a team that was a strong favorite, had a lot of NFL talent and gave them a hell of a game all day. I mean, that game could have been won if it wasn't for poor judgment calls by coaches. On that, and I I'm, agree. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick by that to the day I die. We could have won that game if a, a run was called instead of a pass. But anyway, it could. And then, honestly, I didn't even have to carry the ball. Mm-hmm. They else carried the ball into the end zone. It would have got there. Like, <laughs> but. From what it looks like, that team that I put faced, they was overrated. This team isn't. <laughs> <laughs> we we didn't we didn't face that many all Big Ten or all Pac twelve guys. Uh-huh. It may have been four, maybe five on the whole team. They, these guys got half the offense, half the defense, first or second team. So uh, you just, you just got to play ball and not even worry about the mistakes you make when you do make the mistakes because it's going to happen. This, this team is too good to not make you make mistakes. Right. But the game is also played between the airs. Uh-huh. And most people would understand. And if you're really not focused on what you're doing on the field, you can make stupid mistakes, like throwing an errant interception or not catching a pass that you normally would drop, I mean, normally would catch in pregame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but and you drop it. And like, I've actually played a, a game and was playing that way and had a defensive guy like, Tell me, like, like, hey, Sheets, get your head out of your ass. Like, you, it's time to play. The, the guy on defense, that's what's crazy about it. It was during a playoff game at that. And he was like, he looked at me like, yo, like, yo, you ready to play? Like, get your head out of your ass. And I looked at him and was like, I couldn't even trash talk back because he was right. <laughs> <laughs> so, if Purdue shows up with their A game, and even if Michigan shows up with their A game, it just they just might not have the plays, and we just might make the plays. And that's that's what we got. We got to look for. We mm-hmm. got to make the plays, make plays. And right. if there's no play to make, take what the defense gives you, and vice versa. That's all you can do. And I know that 
a lot's been made of Jeff Brom being able to, you know, he's three and zero against top five teams in his career at Purdue. But honestly, this is probably the best of the four that he's faced. Um, I think Iowa was a bit overrated last year. Michigan State was good, but Purdue played a really, really good game. Um, this team's on par with that uh, Ohio State team from 2018, and that Ohio State team went 13 and one, won the Big Ten, won the Rose Bowl, but. For one night, like you said, Purdue was a better team and went out and, you know, it was a very special night and Purdue blew them out by four touchdowns. And I, there's a reason games like that become memorable to fans. And it's partially because it is so rare for that to happen. And I would love for that to happen again this Saturday. Cause that's, I fear that may be what it takes. <laughs> It was crazy. It's like powerhouse schools. They have these conversations. Oh, yeah, we went out there and knocked the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. Schools that are like, they had their day in mid-era, but in are falling kind of short, I would say. Like Purdue has been and trying to fight back to that prominent position in the Big Ten and not out it. NCAA because it's wide open playoff plays. <clears throat> I mean, it's, this is one of those games where you can build on recruiting. Mm-hmm. And that's huge. Say, say we go out there and knock Michigan off. Now we're Big Ten champs. A lot of people are going to be come, looking to, but hey, Purdue was on my list. They wasn't, they wasn't high ranking, but now they are because shit. They done won the Big Ten. That's hard as hell to do when you got teams like Michigan State. I mean, not Michigan State. Michigan and, and Ohio State there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so USC. <laughs> <laughs> and really yeah. just really just making it this far, too. There's only 10 games on Saturday. This is the primetime 8 o'clock game. And everybody's going to be watching it. So go no, out. You can't think, can't think like that. Losers think like that. Just make I... it. Losers going to make it. You got to win the whole bang. You got to win the whole thing. There you go. This is why you were a player and I was not. (laughs) That and, well, (laughs) you're a lot faster, stronger, more athletic than I am. (laughs) I mean, there's a couple couple other things, but it it, it all starts with the mentality. Like, I might, honestly, I wasn't the fastest guy at Purdue. Dorian was. Uh, Yeah, Dorian was good. No, he he was the fastest. There was no question. He was faster than me. Uh-huh. But shit, if I was standing next to him and he was standing next to me, he would tell you that I would say I'm faster than him. And I would tell you that I'm faster than him. It's just <laughs> you, you gotta have that mindset. Like you could you can know this team is better than you, you can know this team is stronger than you, you know this team is bigger than you. That don't mean shit. <laughs> well, that is that's the best way to end it really tonight is just go out there and everybody's playing it. It's eleven and eleven and you know, for one night, be better than them, and that's all it takes. I mean, we don't. Little Giants, this is one game. Yeah, <laughs> this is a, This ain't a best of seven series, right? It's one game. <laughs> one, one time. <laughs> that's all we need. That's all we need. So, all right. Well, for on that note, we will uh, wind this down. We are excited to be there on Saturday night. I will be. Up in the press box, uh, Corey will be watching on TV, and hopefully next week 
we can be talking about a Purdue Big Ten championship and a trip to the Rose Bowl, something that's only it's happened still, twice before. Still in Pasadena, right? Yeah, it's still in Pasadena. It's still in Pasadena, yeah. but that it's would be magical. I'm, I'm going. Uh, I'll be late with the Warriors rent, all of that. <laughs> I'm going. Uh, I got to go. Uh, it was my junior year when they went with Breeze, and my dad's an alum, so he had always said if we were if Purdue ever made the Rose Bowl, we were going to go. And I'm like, yeah, right. We're going to go to the Rose Bowl. And I'll be damned if I was sitting there on New Year's Day and he had fulfilled his promise. He bought tickets, flew us out. And uh, even though we lost the game, it was it was a great time. And I would love to experience that again because that was a lot of fun. <laughs> no, you want to win the game this time. Yeah, that too. Yes. <laughs> All righty. Well, for Corey and myself, I'm Travis Miller of Boiler Upload. We thank you for listening. And hopefully next week we will be talking about a Big Ten championship. So until then, Boiler Up. And BTFU, my guys. <laughs>